live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on June 15, 2016 to hit the internets. The following day on June 16th, how is everybody? How is your summer going? It's hot. It's nice. It's beautiful. This is why we sit in shit for so many months, right? For these just glimmers of hope called summer and spring. If you want to hear more about weather commentary, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and Google Play. And follow me on Twitter at RedTicketBlues and at BrianBuck13. So, an end to your sleepless nights. The end to the tossing and turning. Your pillowcase will be dry from now on. Yes, the podcast is here. Were you wondering? Did you go Tuesday? I said, where, the, where is this podcast? And then he said, Thursday, where's the guest? There is no guest this week. I'm sorry. And I, but I have a good reason. So back the fuck off. All right? Just stop. Stop it. I have a good reason. My wife, this weekend, she worked her ass off the last few years. And she has received her doctorate, her PhD, from the University of Chicago. And I was in Chicago with my family. Her family from Puerto Rico was also there. It was a joyous celebration. And you know what? Sometimes when I'm away from home... I'm not on top of things the way I should be when it comes to the podcast, so I apologize. And you know what? I was really tired. There was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of eating. There was a lot of going out. There was a lot of everything. So I hope you can forgive me from the bottom of your heart. And you know what? If you can't, then you need need to deal with it. You need to move on. But let's before we get into a lot of stuff, because, I mean, the NBA Finals, you're going to be listening to this on Thursday, uh, most likely. So Game 6 of the NBA Finals will be Thursday night. And, uh, well, the Cavaliers are going to try to make this a little bit closer. They're going to try to tie this thing. And but, but we'll get into that. We'll get into other stuff. Copyright infringement with Stairway to Heaven. Yes, that song from your youth or maybe not youth, but well, still from your youth, but you weren't really young. It was from a time period before, if that makes any sense. Uh, what else? We have Ichiro tying Pete Rose in all-time hits. Wait a minute. That, that doesn't count. It's not Japan. What's this? Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll get into safe spaces because, uh, you know, we always need a good safe space. D- oh, did I offend you? <laughs> I'm pressing mute. Um, and we'll talk, we'll get into a little bit of baseball. Once the NBA Finals is over, we start to really hit the baseball stride. You get to see who the players are. Uh, yeah, you'll get a, a scorecard, roster, all that. No, who the real players are, um, you know, sellers, buyers, going for it, all that shit. But we begin with my trip to Chicago in the fat, disgusting woman who almost ruined my weekend at American Airlines. Oh, Brian, that's sexist. How can you say something like that? Grow up, it's 2016. No, 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 no. See, that's where you're wrong because she was fat and she was a woman. So I was completely accurate. I'm on the money, on point with this. So this disgusting woman who personifies what you... And, and no offense to women of the Midwest, but this is who what persona, it almost, it's a personification, get the word out, personification of what you in, envision the Midwestern woman to be, fat, uh, sort of the droopy face, and just bitchy. It's almost like, a, where do they, where was Roseanne set in? Was it Milwaukee? Was it in Wisconsin? Or was it in, was it in Illinois? I don't know. But it was almost like that. So this bitch, all right, let, let's get into this. My wife, and her, my wife and I are on separate flights going back from O'Hare Airport on Monday afternoon. The reason for that? Well, she went early to see her family, and, you know, it, things just didn't, we, we couldn't get the same flight, but they were very close. They were within a half hour. So, I was the one leaving earlier, so we got to O'Hare. Plenty of time. We got there way early, actually, because of those TSA lines, and there really wasn't much of one, so we, we were there early. So, I go, my wife goes up to the, 
up to the counter. At gate K10, American Airlines, curly hair, didn't get her name, fat bitch. So she says, uh, excuse me, um, can we, is there open spots if you can, uh, you know, sort of put us on the same plane? And there was open spots because I was able to move my seat when I checked in. Uh, and there were, I wouldn't say a plethora, but there were several, I'd say at least five open seats. This bitch doesn't even look. All right. She just goes, she pretends to type. Yeah, it's nothing there. Can't do anything. I'm fat. I'm sorry. It was a detail. Oh, you hate fat people. No, we all have an extra few pounds we could lose. But you know what? It's part of the story. Not really. So, you know, our dreams are crushed right there. Not dreams, but you know. All right. Well, shit. But this bitch. So then I say, all right, I'm going to go to another gate and talk to someone who's not a disgruntled person who hates their life. Couldn't find one. Not, not that I couldn't find one. I couldn't find a gate with someone to talk to. Maybe they did hate their life too. But I said, you know what? I'm going back up to this bitch. So I gave her the whole spiel. Say, you know what? I, you know, I, I saw there were several seats. Oh, yeah, well, there's standby. And then there's $75 fee. And uh, blah, 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 blah. It's, just, it's a bunch of fucking jargon that didn't even make any sense. But since I don't work for American Airlines, I didn't know if she was telling the truth or not, even though I suspected she was a dirty, rotten liar. Um, and what happens? I get on the flight, and guess what? Guess what happens? The seat next to me, it's open, along with many other seats on the rest of the plane. So I get back. I get into LaGuardia, which is just a beautiful experience altogether. I get into LaGuardia, and lo and behold, I get a text message from my wife saying, oh, she must have got here early. No! No, see, see that's funny. She hadn't left yet. Her, her flight was delayed. Her flight was delayed, so I had to sit there and wait longer at LaGuardia. And what did I do? Well, I wasn't going to go get my car. I was going to sit there and wait. And you know what I did when I waited? I direct messaged American Airlines to try to get some sort of complaint. And of course, nowadays, you're not going to get shit, okay? Maybe back in the day, there, there was something. I think Bill Burr was talking about this the other day. Maybe some sort of sexual favor from a hostess or, or a stewardess. Something, and then they went to, up to, uh, I, I don't know, they, they, they morphed into then plane tickets and now it's just sort of, oh, that's so, that's unfortunate. We really value you. And but let me read it to you. Forget, forget me trying to remember. Hello, I'd like to know if you could direct me to a specific email to file a complaint concerning AA employee. No response. This is the direct message that's open to American Airlines. No response. Uh, let's see. She repeatedly told my wife and I there were no seats in my earlier flight to LaGuardia, and there were clearly were several seats. She is still out in Chicago. Chicago. She achieved her PhD from the University of Chicago. And your employee, who deliberately gave us incorrect info, has put quite a damper on the whole experience, which really is not really accurate. I mean, years of uh, hard work are not going to be diminished by a uh, bitchy flight uh, gate attendant. I did not get the woman's name, but she was man the K-10 gate approximately 1130 to 12, not a flight attendant, but behind the desk. Pretty obvious she never looked at availability, even after I said I had the selection of sh- I had a selection of seats when checking in. Dark hair. I'm so mad I didn't get her name. She then sat down. Again, American Airlines not responding. She then sat down where customers were waiting for 20 minutes, ignoring other people that went to the desk. Uh, I doubt this means very much to you, but I fly regularly, and this is the first time I've ever complained because I'm sure you get every kind of jerk spotting up. This woman was an employee, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then they say, we need your six-letter record locator. I give it to them. Our apologies for what you encountered today. I mean, all our team members are expected to provide a courteous and helpful service. We'll be forwarding your comments to the airport team whatever, whoever that is, for internal review. Again, 
then I said, will I, will I be privy to some sort of results abbreviated outcome of this review? Even when our emails don't generate a formal reply to our customers, rest assured that our leadership team takes all the pertinent actions to ensure that this doesn't happen again in the future. We greatly appreciate your feedback and apologize for the inconvenience. Horse shit to the maximum highest degree. Me. I realize this incident may not be the most, of, I'm sure you're all riveted by this, utmost importance to AA today, but honestly, as a frequent flyer advantage member, I'm not a frequent flyer, my wife and I, we are advantage members, with so many flight options and airlines to choose from, I feel as if this is just being brushed aside. Furthermore, if AA were really that concerned about how their customer experience was, then maybe they would accommodate frequent flyers like us for future flights. Please don't feel that way. We take your feedback very serious, and it helps us to provide a better service to you in the future. If you want to receive a formal reply, please contact our customer relations. What the, I thought we were having a formal conversation. So what they're hoping on is people being too lazy to get the formal reply, which I will admit I still have not done yet. And it is Wednesday night. So that is something I should probably do. But anyways, that was uh, my weekend. It was great. Other than that, Chicago, a wonderful city, lots of food, lots of drinks. I skipped all the public transportation this time. I was an Uber man. And, and when you're rolling with all these people, you're getting the Uber XL. And I'll tell you, feel pretty damn cool when you're in one of those uh let's was it a tahoe i don't, I don't know they're they're big you know to fit five people in the back i don't know anything about cars um i felt pretty fucking cool though i did i really did and uh yeah i mean a, a car like that is is making me feel really cool maybe that's why i drive accords uh i mean my entire car history has been tercel accord uh corolla and now a camry yes i'm a bastard doesn't buy us i hate the, i hate this country Actually, I hate mechanics. That's why I buy Japanese. Anyways, I think you've heard enough about my weekend. So I'm just sitting here chilling with my uh, Bex. Yes, Bex beer. Really stepping it up. Because I the only time I ever drink Bex is when I'm at like a baseball game. Like pre-gaming outside of Yankee Stadium. At like one of those shitty little places where it's like, yeah, yeah, 24 ounces, which is exactly what I have. So every time I taste, take a big swig of this Bex, it's like I'm... It's like I feel like I'm at Yankee Stadium looking at my phone saying, all right, are we going to go in yet or what are we doing? Come on, I'm, I'm good. Let's let's go. So, my review of Bex, garbage. But we move on. What should we start with? Let's start with those Yankees. You know, they started to put together some games, put together some wins, and you start thinking, okay, wow, can we play the Angels every game? They are awful. Then they came back again. They came back to reality. You know, you lose to the Tigers, not scoring any runs, and now after today, just lose to the Rockies again. So, what are the New York Yankees? What are they? You know, I told you last time, and t- boy, how wrong was I, huh? I put that whole little thing together about Mark Teixeira never playing, and he may be playing next week for the Yankees, or never playing again for the Yankees. He might be manning the pinstripes next Friday. So, uh, hey, look at Brian, wrong again. Uh, what was I looking for? I was just looking for something. What I do? Oh, I guess I took that away. I had the major league uh, standings up. I wanted to take a look at that. Well, as 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 I search for that, we'll talk. You know, the Yankees. There's been a lot of talk about a fire sale for them because yeah, look at this. Tex improving, nearing rehab assignment. I thought I thought he was dead. Not you know what I mean. So the Yankees are 31 and 34. Hey, at this moment they're in last place. Lost four in a row. They they are such they, they are such teases, man. They give you so much hope just to say, get the fuck out of here. Did you think we were good? Get out of here. But you heard a lot of things. You heard now the rumor uh, reported by some MLB writer 
uh, I forget, Joe Gillio, friend of the podcast, wrote an article, article about it for NJ.com today, saying that the Cubs, that there have been rumored that they wanted Chapman, but they want Chapman and Andrew Miller. And you've also heard Miller's name floated with other people, including the San Francisco Giants. So let me ask you, what, Yankee fans, what would you want for those two? You'd want something. See, see, I think we're in a sort of a weird spot. Like, what do you value closers at the trading deadline? Well, to a team like the Cubs, who haven't won in how many years? Since 1908. I mean, Wrigley Field has never even seen a World Series. That's how long. Wrigley Field is the oldest field in the entire major leagues, and they've never seen the World Series. The Cubs last won before Wrigley Field. They've never seen it there. So what would you want? I mean, I think one of the people that you hear is Kyle Schwarber, who is out for the season after tearing his ACL in like the first or second game of the year. Now, Schwarber uh, played an abbreviated year last year. He is 23 years old. And, you know, he played a abbreviated year last year, but he was pretty damn good. He was, he was, uh, okay, yeah, he played two games this year. Pretty damn good. In, in 69 games, 16 home runs, batted 246, eh, uh, but OPS 842, and, uh, you know, 43 RBIs in 69 games, 50, 57 hits. So, you like that. You like that. Still hasn't established himself, but, but the, as I said on Twitter today, the future looks bright for Kyle Schwaber, and there's another person that I like, and... The contract's good. I think he he has a player option for 2018, and that's Jorge Soler. And it's, I know some people probably say, Jorge Soler, come on. That guy's supposed to be so good, and he's he's been garbage. Yeah, I, I know. He has not lived up to the billing that we all thought when they signed this uh, Cuban phenom. I mean, he has a lifetime batting average in the MLB of 258 with 20 home runs, OPS 7 for ooh, 745. Yikes. And that is a lot of strikeouts. Holy Christ. 181 strikeouts in, you know, really just a little over a full season. That's a lot of, that's a lot of gum. Um, wow. I didn't realize that much. But would you, could you get that much? Now, some people thought I was crazy for suggesting that. Other people thought, eh, you never know. I mean, you're giving up a lot. This team is desperate to win a World Series. So, who knows what will happen? Maybe, 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 maybe throwing a little other piece. Maybe uh, I think uh, Kevin Stewart on uh, Twitter I was talking to said, "Hey, maybe throw in Dee and ask for Addison Russell." I think that's it's a little bit much. Oh, Addison Russell, oh man, that'd be good. Put him on the other side of Castro. We got Cubs. We got we got East Coast Cubs all of a sudden here. Throwing area. Okay, no, but not throwing area. But that's really. I mean, you can't get mad at the Yankees. Like I said this a few podcasts ago, you, you can't. You can't get mad at them. They are what they are. I think the most important thing right now is it's kind of weird. I, I I don't want them to stay within contention because then it's just like, oh, wow, you're going to go really hard, go 500 and not make the playoffs, and then you never traded off those key pieces. And also Beltron too. So wait for a seven-game losing streak, and this could be getting ugly soon, and then maybe they'll see me at Yankee Stadium. They sent me an email uh, the other day. We missed you. We haven't seen you yet this season. Well, you know, the product on the field isn't good. The, t- the tickets are high, and I can't print them off StubHub anymore. So so I'll sit at home and drink my fucking Becks, okay? All right. Moving on from there. Looks like the uh, David Price is also having the same issue that um, CeCe has had throughout, or a lot of Yankee pitchers have had. He's pitching great his last three games and doesn't have any wins to show for it, including last night at 3-2. Boston lost to the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So let's check in real quick. How are they doing? It looks like, oh, the Red Sox are up right now. Uh, 2 nothing. but those are the two big teams in the uh, AL East. But again, you know, 
the AL East is, is pretty open. And the Yankees are, what, seven games back? And they're in last place? Seven games. <sighs> Whatever. And the Yankees' schedule does not get any easier. Just heard Sweeney, Sweeney Murdy on the radio saying that. They'll be playing Texas, Cleveland, Boston, all sorts of teams in the future. So could, this could get ugly real quick. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Bloody. All right. Uh, you hear Mets fans are clamoring. They want Jose Reyes. He was designated for assignment by those Rockies that the Yankees lost to today, although he has not suited up for them, obviously, as he has been, sus- he has been uh, served a suspension for the Colorado Rockies due to domestic abuse uh, claim, violation, whatever, because he was never really convicted. But it's obviously did something. His wife is not going to take him to court when he is worth hundreds of millions. So that's the way it works out. That's what they're always going to have issues with the domestic violence policy and all these. If they can get the uh, woman to drop the charges or make the settlement, make a settlement, they're never going to make a real suspension stick. Uh because at that point, you're saying, well, how do you know what happened? I mean, you, you, you get what I'm saying. I don't really need to explain it to you, but I don't know. That's a challenge uh, when there's so much money involved with these guys. They sort of can dictate things. Hence, O.J. Simpson in the Made in America, which I've not seen. I think I'm going to start watching that tonight. I've seen everyone raving about it on Wednesday night on Twitter. My God, you would have thought it was... Uh, Gone with the Wind combined with Citizen Kane uh, combined with the story of Jesus. This thing better be good because a lot of you, I got got a few choice words for all of you uh, lovers of that last night. So, all right, let's move on. The NBA Finals, uh, I declared, along with the rest of the world, declared that the Sacramento, I just, I see a advertisement. The Cleveland Cavaliers were dead after two games. Dead. And now, Draymond Green, suspended for Game 5. Epic performances by Kevin Love. Ah, just making sure you're paying attention. He sucks. He's not good. Uh, Epic performances from um, Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. The problem is, they have to do that every game. Can they do that again? Can they do that in Game 7? I mean, they need that. The rest of that team is not good. Richard Jefferson had a little spark of life in the beginning. But right now, what is Richard Jefferson going forward? I mean... Here it is. Kyrie Irving is averaging 28.2 points, which, listen, that's pretty damn good seeing the fact that he scored 10 points in Game 2. LeBron is just under that 20. LeBron is almost averaging a triple-double. 28 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists a game for the NBA Finals in five games. Steph Curry, um, I don't want to say he's MIA because I don't think that's fair, but he is not being Steph Curry. He is... He's still that. You know what? That is... You know, I, I... I've listened to too much bullshit. Steph Curry is still leading the Warriors in scoring. But where is he? He's still doing it. He's still five rebounds a game, 4.6. I guess, you know, when you set, I think it's just you you set just a high standard throughout the year and through the rest of the playoffs that 22 points, five rebounds, and four assists is not good enough. It's an interesting, interesting dilemma there. Clay seems to have spurts, but... What can you do? Harrison Barnes, you know, he's Harrison Barnes having 11 points, five rebounds, two assists, and he is going to get a max deal from somebody next year. He's going to make a great Brooklyn net. Great Brooklyn net. Sorry, I'm just, just having a little taste of the ballpark here in the Becks. People are probably like, you drink Becks at the ballpark? I don't know. I, Becks, Bud Light, Miller. I know some of you are like, Becks? 
this is my prediction going forward. I know some of you are just, what are you talking about? Uh, good job out of the NBA Finals. Uh, good job out of uh, ABC and ESPN. Craig Sager. Uh, we all know him as the guy who wears the funny outfits for uh, TBS, sideline reporting, his, uh, his interactions with Craig, Greg Popovich, which I still don't understand why everything's funny. Um, you know, other athletes or coaches do it, and it's not funny. Bill Belichick does it on a weekly basis. No one's laughing. Um, but obviously he has a terminal cancer. Um, and he, that doesn't seem to bother him. He is continuing to work. And is there a bigger set of balls than the, than, than the ones that Craig Sager owns? I mean, imagine going to do something like that on a daily basis, knowing that the end is near. Uh, and I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about a real life issue here. And this guy meant he continues to do the job. You know how much that's got to be just every day, just getting up and doing the forget just the, the the nerves it takes to do the job that he's been doing for years i understand but just the the physical pain that it takes on a human being to go do that every day good job out of abc and espn cuz he is a tnt guy but here's my prediction i think cleveland can win game 6 oh really brian oh. that was the fire coming out of my mouth the dragon um terrible uh i think they they can win they're gonna have to play smothering defense like they did let's not forget that golden state barely had any points at the end of that fourth quarter in game five you want to attribute that to cleveland defense okay but still one thing andrew bogut out for the rest of this nba finals draymond green's gonna fit right in i mean he was third leading scorer this is what draymond green is 14.8 9.3 rebounds 5.8 assists a game that's almost two steals a game and 1.3 blocks i mean that's a guy they missed in game five and they only scored like one basket in the fourth quarter or that second half of the fourth quarter. In the final six minutes. Let's just clarify, Jesus. And listen, Cleveland wins game six. Anything can happen. We all know that. Kevin Millar said that. Tobacco spitting out of his mouth while he's bothering Dan Shaughnessy. We all saw the four days in October bullshit. Don't let us win that one because you never know. You never know. But you never know. You never know, but do you really give... Cleveland a chance in Game 7 in Golden State. I don't. I feel like it could be a bludgeoning affair. Uh, LeBron James, though, he's got to play like he did in Game 6. Man, that was the kind of like, fuck you, I'm doing what I want. Zero assists at halftime. Just go to the hole. You are the best player on earth. I don't care what Steph Curry fans find. I don't care what Steph Curry's wife says. I don't care what people who wear Steph Curry's shoes say. LeBron James is the best player on the planet. There you go. So well, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting to see. Huh, I think I'm just rambling here, aren't I? Jesus, 22 minutes already. Boy, you, you guys got, we got other topics to get to here. Uh, so obviously the terrible tragedy in Orlando, um, uh, the largest mass shooting in the U.S. history. And I'll tell you, I don't like to get political on this show. Uh, Donald Trump, man, his arm must be in a sling from patting himself on the back so much. I mean, this guy... He's starting to get a little crazy. A little crazy, Brian? I know this, the Trump fans are like, how dare you, you libtard, or you, 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 you pansy. Well, you know, come on. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. Guy's crazy. I mean, at the very, even if you support the stuff that Trump says or, or what he does, think about how the image of Donald Trump to the rest of the world if he becomes a president. I saw his plane at LaGuardia too, huh? How about that? How about that? Yeah, that, that's, I have nothing after that. It was one sentence. There's nothing else. 
appreciate the congrats for being right on radical radical Islam terrorism. I don't want congrats though. Oh, he's so humble. He's so modest. He just he cares about others. He doesn't want your congrats. He wants toughness and vigilance. We must be smart. Who in their fucking right mind sees that and says, oh, I, "I get out of the way. I I I, I, I got to tweet Trump. I got I got to wish him congratulations." <laughs> How could you say the word congrats at a time like that, man? How could you do that? And uh, much to his dismay, he said, reporting that Orlando sh- killer shouted Alu Akbar as he slaughtered clubgoers. Second man arrested in L.A. with rifles near gay parade. He must have been so pissed that was a white guy, not a Muslim. But obviously there are internal struggles uh, within the Muslim community. And I'm not going to get into all that shit. But, I mean, Donald Trump, I mean, now he's implying Obama's a terrorist. That's like he's some sort of Manchurian candidate. Um, for for ISIS or something. Oh man, I swear to God, I, I you heard me say a long time ago, not a long time ago, but I thought I'd like Trump to stay in the race as long as possible because I for the sheer entertainment value of it. Um, but it's getting scary now. And if you're a Trump fan, you don't want to listen to the podcast anymore. That's fine, whatever. I understand. I don't. I try not to talk politics about on this too much. Oh, who you vote for? You, you like that that felon that that went on the investigation, Hillary? No, I'm an independent. Yeah, that's right. The cop out. <laughs> Can't see me. The cop out. Yeah, I hate both of them. Oh, that's convenient. Damn straight it is. Oh, it's more than convenient. Why am I talking like Barry White? So that's that. Terrible tragedy. Um, and there's going to be more to that as we, the, the wife basically knew everything. This guy was gay, which I think he could kind of see. Um, as soon as I heard that he'd been cased, they had somebody on with Anderson Cooper, one of the, the friends or club goers there, and they said, yeah, I, I've seen that guy a bunch of times over the past few years. Past few years! Nobody goes to a bank to case it for a few years. They're called employees, all right? He doesn't go to a club to case it for three years. He's looking for the party. All right? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, the other thing was um, Ichiro Suzuki tied Pete Rose today for the uh, total hits in baseball, which I, I still don't understand. I guess MLB is tweeting. I, I asked this before. Is there some sort of large campaign that is trying to group the two? Uh, together to, to try to justify that they are equal? Or is it just Pete Rose trying to remain relevant in some pathetic level? Uh, but I guess I looked at MLB is the one tweeting this here um, and trying to, I guess, I guess, you know, make them the same, put them in the... It, it's it's amazing what Ichiro's done. It's amazing. No, oh, wait, hold on. He's he's he he broke it now. He broke it. Ichiro Suzuki, two four thousand two hundred fifty seven career hits, combining MLB and Japanese league totals. Pete Rose, four thousand two hundred fifty six MLB hits. So I haven't heard an Ichiro actually say anything like you know I I am number one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. I oh no, Pete Rose said it. Of course, I'm not trying to take away anything from Ichiro. Actually, you have you are. He's had a Hall of Fame career, but the next thing you know, they'll be counting his high school hits. Um, I understand the Japanese league. I think I've heard people say that it's like a sort of a quadruple A or triple A. Uh, and, and, you know, 
can't we just fucking call it a global baseball hits and call it a day? I mean, in reality, you know what? Who cares? Seriously, are that people getting that bent out of shape, getting their panties all messed up? I mean, give me a break. In a bunch, I think that's the phrase, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to say it that way. But it sounded even worse saying it in a whatever. Just writing something down here, like David Letterman here. Hey, throw the pen at the thing. Um, I think Pete Rose. What did he say? Oh, soon they're going to start calling him the hit. Qu- they're going to start calling me the hit queen. And how much do you want to bet he will sign every ball with hit queen inscribed on it? Fifty dollars each. Fifty dollars each. He will do that. And if you think he won't, oh. <laughs> You don't know Pete Rose. Uh, we, 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 tax evasion and, uh, you know, the memorabilia game. Listen, he's cleaning up. Cleaning up. But I think uh, he, Pete Rose, the life is, uh, his personal life isn't great with his family on, 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 on several fronts. I'm not going to say all over, but, excuse me, all that Beck's garbage. I need some peanuts and a hot dog dripping in whatever chemical juice that they have there at Yankee Stadium. You know, I went to Yankee Stadium once, and this is how fucking nice I am. It was a playoff game, and they gave a guy, uh, I think I got some garlic fries. And do they not have garlic fries at Yankee Stadium anymore? Those things were great. Yes, you couldn't talk to anyone for three days, and you sat on the toilet and, uh, you know, could fumigate uh, an entire housing uh, housing area, whatever. What? Um, but I, I paid for it. And I think he, I gave him a 20. Something messed up. Where he, he, I forget the actual exchange, but it doesn't matter. He ended up giving me $51 bills. And I, I must have given him a 20. And I thought, wow, this is kind of thick. And then I put it in my pocket and I go, wait a minute. This guy is a moron and just gave me this money. I went back to him and gave him the money. And he was very thankful, saying, man, I would have gotten, you know, this is young kid, he's probably 17 years old, I would have gotten fired for stealing money. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. What was the point of that story? God, I'm really forgetting. I mean, this might be the, the Trump moment where I'm just sort of patting myself on the back. Good job, Brian. Uh, Jesus, I really did forget my uh, train of thought here. Um, fuck it, whatever. Moving on. Oh yeah, Pete, pizza, pizza, pizza trouble guy, right? Okay, so I think we close that. Let's just let everyone have their hits and not try to group them together. I think Ejiro will be the first to admit. You know, the United States uh, MLB a little more challenging than the Nippon Basketball League. Uh, well, the Basketball League, I'm not sure, but Nippon Baseball League. So let, 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 let's just all come together and enjoy achievements for people, huh? Let's let's let Pete Rowe. Uh, I'm with Pete Rose on this one. I'm with this. I'm just waiting for, uh, can we talk about something? When did this, God, everyone's got their hot takes. Oh, that was another thing. Everyone's asshole must be on fire from that Orlando shooting because, I mean, 50, 49 people died, 50 including the shooter. That's why I think they've reduced it. Uh, not that I think, I know. They've reduced it to 49, but... You know, those people die, and what do you see? you got 9 million different takes, political propaganda being dangled in front of fucking people's faces. And they, they don't even, even, people haven't even identified, you know, who these people are, the next to canon, all that shit. It's like, oh, gun control, radical Islam, gays. Uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, how, how we define terrorism. It's only terrorism when it's a non-white guy. I mean, my God. All it, it's terrible to see what happened to those people. And it almost instantly, instantly, 
People just go to Twitter to get on their throne and go, uh, I'm making all of you feel bad, pieces of shit, ha ha ha. You know, completely neglecting the fact that, hey, 49 people died. They are slaughtered when they had a good time. But, you know, put, put your gun stuff out there. Put your radical Islam. Put, put this. Get the fuck out. This is why everyone sucks so much. And this is, it stays like that that push me to the limit with social media. Because it goes to a new level. All right, we'll end with this. Uh, well, the safe space, we won't end with this. We'll talk this, and then we'll end with uh, the other thing. Uh, let's see, so guess what? We all know safe spaces. They're probably the most ridiculous thing we've heard in the last last year. Maybe they've existed longer. And, you know, uh, there's some that we heard about safe spaces at uh, Yale University when it came to, not only are they walking in front of my fucking car and not paying attention to traffic lights and signals, now they're doing this. And then this. So, in a petition to the English department, Yale undergrads declared that a required two-year master seminar major English poets is a danger to their well-being. Yes, a danger to their well-being. You see, what happens is, ooh, they need a safe space from people like, oh, William Shakespeare is scary. Jeffrey Chaucer and others. I don't know their first names, so... All right, the root of the plaint against the seminar is, of course, the usual PC bean counting. Well, this is the New York Post, so this isn't my own narrative. Uh, PC bean counting, where prodigious, prodigious talents who have stood the test of time explore the deepest questions about what it is to become human are found wanting because they didn't, because they wouldn't be suitable models for a united colors of Bentenden ad. Uh, okay, yeah. The petition winds that a year spent around a seminar table with a literally with a literary contribution of women, people of color, and queer folk are absent actively harms all students regardless of their identity. First of all, I love how people speak for others. Uh, well, that that's the way it is. Okay, and, and second of all, we we can't even acknowledge the past. Um, it doesn't even say anything offensive about it, does it? Is deeply promised to read the regard of simply as nature. Safe to say the bard is better. I don't even see anything in here. It's just, I guess they're too white. Um, I don't know. And I, and I hate getting into to, to areas like this, but safe spaces strike again. We cannot even have classes that aren't even offensive, but just they just don't include everyone. Participation Trophy USA. And finally, what I want to start, uh, we'll end this uh, podcast with. Next week, we'll have a guest. We will have, uh, we'll have the podcast. Everything back to normal. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Put the blood pressure machine away. You can do it. Uh, so the other thing here is now the stairway to heaven. I was listening to Dennis and Callahan on WEI on uh, the Boston sports radio station. They were talking about this, and they were talking about some of the most overplayed songs ever. And this was this was near the top. This was "Stairway to Heaven," which you know is a show, is a is a song that is played ad nauseum. And and they and I was listening to a and I'm I'm just throwing everything out there, throwing everything against the wall. Tell them Steve Dave, which is a part of the Smodcast Network podcast, uh, Kevin Smith, all that. And they had some guy on explaining music, and because music's so terrible, and like all songs, you see like Rihanna or Iggy Azalea or. Kesha, I'm just trying to do all these off the top of my head. You know, there's like 15 people that write all these songs. And basically they shop them around to all these stars and say, would you like this one? And they say, oh yeah, give me that. And they pay for it. And then they sing it. Okay. That's how bad music is. And some of you are probably saying, well, they've been doing that forever. Maybe they have. I don't know. Anyways, I think a lot of people have converted back to, you know, classic rock stations. And yes, 
what is wrong with classic rock? They don't play any of the deep cuts. They don't play any of the songs you hear if you go through an entire CD. What do they do? They play the hits over and over and over and over again. Now, in, in, in Connecticut, there's 991 PLR where they play, it's either Doors, Rolling Stone, Pink Floyd, and maybe a little Stairway to Heaven. So, Stairway to Heaven, of course, sang, written by Led Zeppelin, and they're being sued. Yes, they are being sued. It's a weird song. The uh, Stairway to Heaven obviously changes tones a lot, um, but they're being sued, and they're being sued by a band they used to tour with back in the day. And that is the, let's see, what is their name? It is 45 years old, that song, Jesus. So they are being sued by the band Spirit. Spirit, Spirit, and the song titled Taurus. They have the same beginning riff, and it is proceeding in court that there could be some sort of copyright infringement involved in this. Um, yeah, they, they actually toured with Led Zeppelin. And let's see. Yeah, they toured with Lens, with Led Zeppelin, and yeah, so it's it's quite possible. I mean, it's not just some sort of bullshit claim out of the air. So you're thinking, well, they did tour with them. You never know; they could have subconsciously or completely consciously um, taken that, you know, taken that and said, "Oh, that's now ours because we're more famous and no one's." Gonna... Why are they waiting this long? Honestly, um, or maybe they, they whatever. Suit was filed on behalf of musician songwriter Randy Craig Wolf, a spirit band member who's known professionally as Randy California. Randy California. Randy California sounds like a, you know, some guy that lives at the end of the street, sells weed to little kids, probably a pervert, questionable. Uh, and he said that yeah, yeah, you listen to your own. So let's let's hear enough of this shit. So let's listen to both Taurus and Led Zeppelin. I, Taurus is first, and then Stairway to Heaven is second. close to me i know nothing of the uh, copyright infringement game i don't know how that's done i don't know what what goes into it i don't know how similar something has to be i could i mean could i sing something and then say uh you know 10 years from now someone say oh doesn't that sound like the same riff i mean someone could just continue making shit i don't know but uh we'll have to see what happens to that because that is proceeding so there could be a lot of money yeah i'm sure jimmy page and robert planet really hurting for cash um why don't they just give him like $10 million and settle and say, hey, here you go. Fuck off. Leave me alone. We're the greatest rock band ever. Look at our plane. Look at my plane. Okay, it's huge. But I never understood Stairway to Heaven. I don't, I don't know about everyone, but I remember that was always the 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 band, the, the song. Jesus Christ. Gotta end this. It was always the song at like the end of the dance, the end of the school dance. You didn't have cell phones back then. Um, and then, you know, you couldn't see the clock in the gym. Everything was dark. So once you heard that little riff in the beginning and said, ah, it's finally over. Here we go. At the same time, well, I'm going to go dance, you know. Well, let's see if I can, you know, touch a butt or a booby or something, you know, something like that. Uh, so... And it all, it sounds so beautiful in the beginning and it's totally like slow dance music. And then there was that awkward period at the end. Like, how are you supposed to slow dance to this? Here you are, slow dancing, and you're slowly pitching a tent and 
you know, this music, you're trying to remain calm the whole time. Every, I did it a few times, and then a lot of the times I just sat in the bleachers and go, look at these assholes. Like, what, what is this? You guys are trying to perpetuate some sort of slow dance that has no longer existed. That was five minutes ago in the beginning of the song. Get over it, Brian. Not over it. 35 years old, going back to 20 years ago. or even before, Actually, before that. Let's go 23 years ago. All right. 23 years ago, 23 years ago, getting old. It's hence no one else is getting old. This podcast, we're at 40 fucking minutes. So, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed. It's good to hear you again. It's good to talk to you again. So, that's the podcast. Remember, you can listen to this podcast, podcast in the future, all the podcast of yesteryear on iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and and Google Play. Remember to follow me for 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 all the hilarious gifs and and and. You know, antidotes and, and retweets and attempts at retweets and, and favorites because I'm just a whore on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the show. The subscribers are growing. Again, thank you to everybody. They grow. They continue to grow. What can I say? I, I, I can't be I couldn't be thankful enough to people that are dedicated listeners and to the sometimes listeners. You know, I think you're all right, too. Maybe don't look directly at me. So. Subscribe, and if you haven't gone to one of the uh, areas there, leave a rating. So, uh, and spread the word, of course. Okay, I'm losing steam here. I'm losing steam back. Need more backs. With all that being said, I'm out of here.